with three lengths to make up and Throne is next. Then Grand Arrival and Best Plan Yet. Coming toward the top of the stretch, Wildcat Red on the rail. Aaron's Orient, General A-Rod on the outside. A wide run for Pablo Del Monte. East Hall is there. Gone as wind cuts the corner. They're into the stretch. And it is Wildcat Red, General A-Rod, East Hall, Pablo Del Monte on the far outside. Down to the last 16th, General A-Rod, Wildcat Red. These two continue to go at it. Wildcat Red, General A-Rod, head and head, bobbing heads. Either of the two could have won it. Very close. East Hall was third, then Pablo Del Monte. Chasing the Triple Crown. 16th podcast, 119 days until the Kentucky Derby. This is Howard Dinette, CEO of Angolite Media. Also with me is Max Dinette, Editor-in-Chief of Angolite Media. He's also the host of Beers, Beards, and Bastards, a comedic look at craft beers. Also with us today is Tommy. He's back. Um, yes, sir. With his expert handicapping and commentary. So, hey, boys, what's going on? Not much. Tommy. Good morning, fellas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy so the uh, the new year has begun, is upon us, and it's kind of crazy. I mean, there's tons of activity going on, lots of workouts, three-year-olds three year olds all over the place. They're all like horses that were laying in the weeds are, are slowly showing themselves. Um, the Gulfstream Derby, which was the top of our <laughs> – top of our uh, – podcast was uh, a pretty good race and tommy talk a little bit about the 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 Gulfstream park derby so i i, I liked wildcat red and best plan yet and you, you were on who were you on um the horse that won <laughs> bastard yeah i like maker's horse the general general a red but that is a great race I mean, it was a great Wildcat red and general there's your red exact uh, holly you could have gone with the reds instead of the uh Golden exact. Right? <laughs> the red exact. There you go. So this this week we're going to talk a little bit about the Jerome. It's a Grade Two, two hundred k, one mile and seventy yards. What's up with that? One mile and seventy yards. Why why is it one mile and seventy yards? Tom, any thoughts on that? Is yeah, I'm not a, really positive. It's a very common distance. I guess it's the configuration of the track. Instead of them running a mile, it's um. It's kind of weird. I don't see any difference between it. I don't know. I'll have to do a little research on it. I'm not exactly sure. I know, um, like at Finger Lakes too, they run a lot of mile and seventy yard races. Yeah, I was, I was I was looking at some races. I forget where it was. It, it's a New Mexico track, and they have like four hundred yard races, which is kind of yeah. They, well, that's crazy. Like, they, Hialeah like here races. down now. The old the old thoroughbred track in in Miami that used to run. All the great thoroughbred races, they're a quarter horse track too, and they do the same thing, 440 yards and stuff like that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, so today we'll focus a little bit on the Jerome, which is like a 10 point race for mm -hmm. the chase for the Triple Crown. There's a couple other, there's a, there's a bunch more races going on. Tommy will drop in a couple of those, but the big drama at Delta Downs it doesn't have any points, but it's got a bunch of three year olds. The spectacular bid at Gulfstream. Tommy, what were the other couple that you were telling me at, at Tampa Bay? 
the seven furlong hundred thousand dollar race, and that's a prelude or a warm up. So be it for the Tampa Bay Derby down the down the road, and that's um, pretty popular lately. I know Street Sense ran the Tampa Bay Derby and a couple other good ones. Uh, I know Pletcher's run a few down there as prep. So that cool. starts. That's a seven furlong, and then they steadily add distances leading up to the Tampa Bay Derby. Cool. So let's do a little bit of news. So let, let's start with a memoriam for um, for 2013. I thought I'd just uh, talk a little bit about some of the horses that have passed in 2013, some of the bigger ones, not all of them. You can see the there's, yeah. an, there's an entire list of horses on uh, Horse Racing Nation, but um, their website's pretty good. So Delahan, age four, the half-brother of Mind That Bird, passed in uh, 2013. Another one, uh, Secret Compass, he's age, he was a youngster, or she was a youngster, um, Age two, she crashed at the uh, the Breeders' Cup with Johnny V on her back, and he was injured. I think he's back now. I don't, I don't know if he's back or not, but Secret Compass passed. Stormcat, huge sire of sires, um, passed at age 30. Man. That's pretty pretty old horse. Old. Um, and then um, the other great uh, sire, Unbridled Song, 20 years, 20 years old, sire of sires. So that's just a few... Um, horses that passed in uh, 2013. Thought I'd do a little bit on that. In other news, uh, General A-Rod, we just heard the call, with Joel Rosario, won the Gulfstream Park Derby. Joel actually had four wins that day uh, at Gulfstream. Pretty good. Give him a little golf clap or something there, Maxie. You got the golf clap? There we go. We got it. So, uh, Joel, four wins. In one day with... You said Wildcat Red. Oh, uh, that's no, General A Rod. I mi- misread it. He was on uh, Tommy Source. Nice. Uh, let's see. The New York New York's 2012 Horse of the Year, the Lumber Guy, has yeah, been retired. You, before you leave, before you leave that race, though, that was a. I mean, that was a great stretch battle between oh, those was. guys. Those two horses. It was like came down to a bob of the head at the end. So yeah, you can't it really separate. One's as good as the other. Who knows what'll happen if they start when they go a little bit longer? So. Yep. No, that was a really good race. I thought I nipped you, but <laughs> uh, I was surprised how much money that that horse took. Actually, that that um, he was listed. I think, if I'm not mistaken, was something like uh, eight, nine to one in the morning line. Yeah, and, and got bet down to three to one. Actually, yeah. And best plan yet, I think, who was the fave? Right? Didn't even he ran like last. Yeah, it was actually six to one morning line. Yeah, but it was pretty even. I mean, that um, Pablo Del Monte was the favorite, and it was two to one, and then there was three others at three to one, and so it was pretty evenly bet race. Hmm. Yep. So New York's twenty twelve horse of the year, the Lumber Guy, has been retired. I've seen him a couple times at the Breeders' Cup, so he's he's retired. Uh, he will stand it. Keen stud in Amina, New York, this year as property of Spendthrift Farm. When I hear the lumber guy, I think of that Simpsons gag with uh, <laughs> the lumber king, and he's got like the big wiggling ass billboard or whatever. So that's the, the image it conjures for, for the, the lumber guy. He's, he's a gorgeous horse. He's a really nice grown or gray horse. I mean, he's beautiful. But uh, Wildcat Red also was going to – Wildcat Red, the one that, that um, was in the Gulfstream Park Derby, is going to run in the Holy Bull. Holy Bull. Holy Bull. 
So that that'll be. So I'm I'm going down to the Holy Bull. I decided. So uh, <laughs> there you go again. It's almost Can't like the the the. Uh, I'm thinking all these gags now. The one from um, Young Frankenstein. What's her name? And they, then the horse is always going. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can't think of the name though. It's like Frau something or whatever. Yeah, I forget her name. Anyway, have, I derailed you. Not really. We have plans to run the Holy Bull. That would be the next step. Garofalo, Jose Garofalo said, depending on the Holy Bull, go to the Fountain of Youth, and who knows if we will go into the Florida Derby. Still too early to tell. Um, but right now we have expectations. So, and the one thing he said about uh, Wildcat Red, the trainer said, surprisingly, he came back full of himself, very happy. Um, he deserved to win because he did it all. So, pretty interesting. So the horse came back really happy after that ride, getting nipped by a nose, which is kind of cool. So let's go on to some uh, rants and raves. So the first rave that I have, Rhea Antonio to run against the boys. Um, she's a big racehorse, almost 17 hands tall. Um, she's going to run, let's see, Ron Pellucci said she's going to run. My plan is to run on the Risen Star and the Louisiana Derby grade grade two. Or maybe the prep races, prep races at Oaklawn as a backup plan. <laughs> so those are some pretty big races. So we're going to have potentially a girl in the derby if she can make it through those in good shape yeah it's a little bit it's a little bit tougher for the phillies to get in now because before it was the the money one that would get you in the top 20 and now with the point system there's actually no points for any of any three-year-old philly races so they have to run in these preps against the boys in order to accumulate enough points to make the make the derby get on a point basis. So yeah. There's no other way for them to really get in, even if uh, however good they do against the Phillies, they still have to run against the boys to get points. Yep. Who was the last Philly to run in the Derby? Do you know winning? Was it winning colors, or was it one after that, Tommy? Do you know off uh, top I of your head? I think there was one after it. I don't recall off the top of my head, but there was a few after it. Winning colors was quite some time ago, right? Yeah, I'm old. That's all I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> my long-term yeah. memory is better than my short-term yeah, that was that was so long ago. Lucas was still old back then. <laughs> Instead of uh, seventy-seven, he was seventy-two. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, God bless him. He doesn't look any different than he did when you see him at Saratoga or something. The guy looks identical as he did years ago. Yeah, he, he does. Great. He does. Yeah. He had a few biggies last year. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, little little golf clap for Ria Antonio running against the boys. Another rave. Looks like Suge might have another horse. You know who that is, Tommy? Mr. Mr. Speaker. They're saying he might follow in Orb's footsteps. Um, he won, the, I think it was the D'Antonio, which is on the turf. And he won. I, I watched the race last night, and he won up inside. Um, I guess there's a couple other horses that had... Um, done similar things like going from the turf to dirt i think animal kingdom and actually big brown did the same right. thing yeah, big brown broke his, broke his maiden on the turf if i'm not mistaken up at so i guess he's got similar breeding to orb so he might follow and he looked pretty good he went i mean he did the old uh 
hanging back a little bit, and he stalked up, and he found a hole on the inside and broke through and won at um, Gulfstream. So, well, Gulfstream, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool race. So he's a cross between AP Indy and Mister Prospector. Um, mm-hmm. so some pretty good breeding there. So that's pretty. I, I put him in my little uh, my virtual stable to to watch Mister Speaker. Virtual. We should get a sound effect for that, <laughs> like digital horse neigh or something. <laughs> so so that's that's pretty cool. So so Shug might have another horse. We'll see. Uh, great. Another raid. Because I don't think Fletcher Fletcher hasn't had his too many out yet, and he'll start popping out of nowhere, I'm sure, shortly in one of these three-year-old races, so he's always got a few going. So. Yeah, he's got a few. I mean, I looked at the top 200 horses. I mean, he's got a few in there, so we'll see who, who pops up for him. Uh, another rave. Share Belief looks like he's going to run, and I think I'm going to go to this race. This The San Felipe Stakes he's going to run in. Unfortunately, I might be busy that day, but uh, San Felipe at Santa Anita. Then if it, everything goes well, he'll run in the Santa Anita Derby, um, which is on April 5th. I think I'm going to go to that. And if all goes well, so he'll go to, go to Kentucky, said Jerry Hollendorfer. He Actually, I, I saw one of his works. I, wa- I watched one of his works on video at Santa Anita yesterday, and that horse looks pretty damn good. I mean, he, he was powering through... Hopefully his form continues to improve. I saw an interview with Jerry Hollendorfer. I think it was on Santa Anita's website, and um, he was saying, "Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like to give up too much information. Yeah, he looked pretty good. His form's about the same. Don't really have that many plans for him. <laughs> kind of low key guy. I don't know. You know much about Jerry Hollendorfer, Tommy? I mean, he's a Hall of Fame. Uh, I know he's been around for a long time. I think it's like a shug thing. I don't know if he's had much success. Um, in the Triple Crown races. I don't no, really think so. I know he's been he a mainstay on the West Coast circuit for a long time, and obviously he's a Hall of Famer and well-noted and had some great horses, but I think he's kind of like Shug, never, um, yeah, he's, never got one to win or compete as much very, in the big... Yep, you're right. Very kind of like laid back, and um, so he doesn't like to... Is he Southern, too? No, he's he's a California guy. He's oh, so one. Like he's that. like won everything in sight in California. Huh. I mean, he's a, right. biggie, he's a biggie out there, so... Um, another. I got like lots of raves today. Another, another big rave. Can't complain. At least it's like nothing too terribly <laughs> yeah. sad. The Belmont Stakes purse boosted to one point five million from one. So that's good. A lot of the, some of these prep races are getting up to a million bucks. So it's it's good that they're the Triple Crown races. They're boosting up over a million bucks. And then I have a rant. Delta Downs cancels Thursday card after backup generator fails. That's the only negative news I can find. <laughs> So I guess there was a, a generator. Well, I, got a, I got a bowling ball to drop in your punch bowl here. If you okay. Want some <laughs> there news. you um, go. Just, give me give me a rant, will you? Well, this morning some very sad news from Aqueduct in a training accident this morning. The uh, nine year old Kaisa Electronica, who's been around for a long time and won one point eight million, was actually killed in a training collision with another horse this morning. Oh, wow, that's crazy. And that's a yeah, a really hard knocking horse. Rapoli claimed him back in 2011 for $62,000. And he's won $1.8 million. Wow. Graded stake splitter and so on. So, yeah, very sad news. He was killed this morning. And I guess the um, the riders of either horse are okay. They went to the hospital, but nothing serious with the humans. But yeah, sad that's news horrible. for that horse. Yeah. He's never spent a lot of time. Jeez. So that's a that's a pretty good rant. That is a good that is a good rant. 
in a 23 wins out of 69 lifetime starts, $1.8 million in personal. Wow. Quite a New York, running all the New York races. Cool. It's too bad, though. Yeah, it is too bad. So that's enough for the rants and raves. Anything else, Max? You got anything? How about a football? We've been doing a little football. Like, little uh, f- hey, hey, Tommy, you got a good rave for football, don't you? College football. Yeah, well, yeah. My uh, my hometown UCF Knights going out to uh, your neck of the woods in Arizona and beating a snot out of Baylor was pretty big win for them. <laughs> the whole town's going crazy here. They've only had Division One football since like '89, yeah. so it's a quick deal for them. Yeah, they're. Uh, Team. So is that your team now? It's a snot rave. <laughs> Beating the snot <laughs> rave. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still a Syracuse guy. But, you know, I got to adopt a local boy. That's where my kids both went to college. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any any profile? The Bills are out. The oh, Cardinals are out. Miserably out. Yeah. yeah. The Cardinals had a great season, though. So a little little. Rage hey, the Rams. The Rams are okay. They're they lucked into the second round pick because they got Washington selection. So because Washington stinks, they get another second round pick. So they draft, I think, second and thirteenth. So they get some more young guys to add to the youngest team in the NFL. So maybe <laughs> there you go. Maybe they'll turn it around. <laughs> so in the chase for the triple crown. Before you get off the football, though, the interesting game is going to be Green Bay. Is it what four o'clock tomorrow, or is it? Oh yeah, four o'clock tomorrow with uh, San Francisco. The high is like negative eight or something. Yeah, it's awesome. Day. Yeah, that's yeah, a, crazy to see there. Do you that's, see that? Uh, that's real football. Uh, Green Bay yeah. is handing out. They're going to be handing out forty thousand gloves and hand warmers and giving out free hot chocolate and coffee. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. It's a, that's Green Bay for you, though. Oh, yeah. They're like... It's a great place. Good old folks. We were there once, right, Maxie? We went to a game there. It was great. I never did. Oh, you didn't go? That's right. No. You didn't go. Sorry. It was my other son. <laughs> yeah, that was with your favorite son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so back to the chase for the Triple Crown. Let's see. No no real changes. No no races. But uh, we've got some other horses to kind of took, take a look at. General A-Rod, uh, Wildcat Red, Share Belief. None of these, these horses are on the leaderboard, but I think they will be. You still have Havana, Honor Code, Tapature, Bondholder, New, Year, New Year's Day is retired now. Or, yeah, he's retired because he was injured. Uh, Rise Up, We Miss Artie. Artie. Ami's Holiday, Clearburn, Capas, Casa Guapo, and then uh, I'll end on Cairo Prince. Mm. And I think Cairo Prince is pointing towards the Holy Bull, so that would be great to go see him. Holy Bull. So in the races, we have the Jerome today. The Sham is on the 11th. The Compte is on the 12th. The Smarty Jones is on the 13th. I think that's a Monday. That's weird. Then the Holy Bull is on the 25th. Holy Bull. I'll be heading to Florida. And the points just escalate from here on, right? They start. We got some tens. The one is ten today, right? And then they gradually. Yeah. So then they go to, to 50. I think the first 50 pointer is the Fountain of Youth. So once once you hit the Fountain of Youth, it's fifty points, and then once you hit the Florida Derby, is the fifth, the first hundred pointer. So they go the last seven races, which is Florida Derby, Santa Anita Derby, Arkansas Derby, Louisiana Derby. I forget all of them, but those are all yeah, hundred pointers. The wood, pointers. Think, is the, is the the, wood yeah, the wood, the wood. Also, anything that's like a month out from the Kentucky Derby or the hundred pointers. So it it goes quickly from here. Yeah, so those guys, you sneak up and catch one of those, all the hard work these guys do knocking off these 10, 20-pointers really doesn't mean a lot when someone wins the big one. They're oh, definitely yeah. It, so. oh, yeah. 
That's for sure. So, let's talk. Let's talk about the uh, Jerome mm-hmm. at Aqueduct. It's funny you mentioned Cairo Prince earlier, and out of these eight in the Jerome today, four of them have been chasing either Cairo Prince or Honor Code. A lot of them ran in the Remsen against them. Yep. And another one ran back in the Nashua against Cairo Prince, that Noble Moon, who probably would be the favorite today, I guess. Yeah, it looks yeah. like Noble Moon for sure will be I the favorite. I checked it this morning, and Noble Moon is on top. Um, with 6-5 to five odds, looks like a pretty decent horse. So who, who do you like here, Tommy? I, I, I was look, taking a look I, I at... Like well, I'm speculating. I kind of I like this Scotland. Uh, yeah, I like... Horse that's, that's going around two turns for the first time. Yeah. But um, looks like he wants to keep going. Uh, Horace Greeley, sire. Take a shot with him today. Yeah, I like Scotland. Also, also go figure. Um, I mean, I and looked. My favorite at... horse name of all time is in, of course, Mental Iceberg. <laughs> That's who I started looking at. <laughs> I just take it over that name for something about it. Perfect. Yeah, Mental Iceberg. Such a good name. Mental Iceberg. How about uh, Mott's horse? I mean, he hasn't shown anything of late, but you know, freaking Bill Mott having a horse. I don't know. He's been. He was yeah, same chasing. Yeah, um, Chad Brown too. The three lawmakers. Chad Brown's yeah. you know, only won a major race at Laurel. Doesn't show anything spectacular workout wise, but it's yeah. Chad Brown. <laughs> I mean, I looked up dosage figures on some of these horses, and actually, Noble Moon has five numbers in his dosage um, profile, which is ridiculous. I mean, not many horses have five numbers anymore. So yeah. Um. But it's kind of interesting that there's two races that the, the six furlong he won on the lead, and then the um, the last one that went up at a mile, he came from last. Yeah. Chase Cairo Prince, but two different complete styles. I guess he was bumped and wide in the Nashua, so he's yeah reason to improve off of that. And it might be interesting with Solis. Alex Solis was riding Noble Moon. Now I read Ortiz has the mounts. And Solis is taking this classic Gian, Gian Kroll, is that it? Yeah, Gian tough Kroll name. Starts, you know? Classic. Yeah. Maxie, help me out there. I mean, someone from Laurel just does nothing but, you know, two wins. I don't know how good these horses at Parks and Laurel have been that he's running against, but a good workout at Aqueduct, too. So, you know. Gian, Gian, Roll, Gian Kroll? I don't know. That's weird. I can't. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a tough a, one, isn't it? Yeah. That's a toughie. Some of these freaking names. Um, yeah, that, that horse looks pretty not bad. Like what you were saying, he had an 85 buyer, too. Well, no, no, not the last time. He had a, his highest buyer is a 77. But um, he's ran quite a bit. Hasn't ran over the track. Does have Alex Solis, though. Can I see that? Because there's one horse I was looking at that I was like, oh, that's interesting. I went to see. Hold on a second, Max. And Pletcher, too. He's got one in there on the outside. Yeah, that's... uh. Master Lightning, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he's been over the track. I think that was the one I was looking at because he came in like ninth at the Aqueduct and then fifth and then first. And he's got Cornelio on him, Velasquez, who's a good jock. Huh. Yeah, that should be an interesting race. So who are you thinking here? You're, you're like in Scotland, huh? Who are you going to play him with, Tom? Yeah. No, I don't know. Scotland and I just may throw him over, um, like you mentioned, Noble Moon, you kind of have to keep in and then maybe shoot for the moon here and layer him underneath with um, Chad Brown, Billy Mott, and Pletcher. Make it a 
place and how can you get a place with those three guys underneath and, you know take a flyer on that yeah I think I'm gonna I'll, I'll, I'm gonna do something similar I'll take the uh, I'm gonna take Scotland probably Ticklin Noble Moon but they'll go with the seven classic whatever the freak his name is here Gene yeah. Kroll <laughs> I can't even say it it's a tough one yeah yeah I'll maybe tickle him in so that's the uh, the Jerome again um, 10 points for winning at 4 points for second I mean this is like a little piddly race but I mean you get some points if you win so you go up on the uh, yeah, it's almost more of a more of a not so much the points but how they perform like the Scotland going around two turns for the first time and seeing how they're how they handle a little bit at a distance and so forth it's almost more important to yep. the experience and than it is actually the points. Like you said, the minor bit of 10 points isn't really much in the grand scheme of things unless you're bailing for the 20th spot or something. But yeah. It does look nice at Aqueduct today. It's nice and sunny. I know they canceled the card yesterday because of that blizzard. Oh, yeah. But I guess it's just very cold. I'm watching the early races here today, and the track looks fine. It's all cleared off and looks very dry and fast. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it must be a little chilly, little, right? Little, yeah. Sitting chilly, yeah, it's probably a little bit chilly. Yeah, they're all, so. they're all sitting chilly today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Tom Durkin's statement, right? Sitting chilly. Sitting chilly. Uh, let's see, the 10th at Gulfstream Park, the spectacular bid, 100K, 100K race. It's a six furlong race. Did you look at this at all, Tom? I did not put the PPs for that one. No, I just looked at the entries earlier. So you got a uh, Pletcher horse, Trail Blaze. He's three to one. It doesn't look too bad for uh, five and a half furlongs. He had a ninety-two buyer, winning by four and three quarters with Joel Rosario on him. But uh, looks like Jose Legazano is going to ride him today. Legazano. Yeah, uh, I know that Corfu horse is very good. That, that's Pletcher's. Yeah, Corfu's in with uh, Castellano. Hasn't done a lot recently, but he's running some. The the J.F. Lewis, where the hell was that ran? Laurel, looks like. Came in fifth there. The race before that, the Futurity at Belmont came in second. And that was a, what, six furlong? This is six furlong, so he spit the bit yeah, there a okay. little bit. And then he was ninth before that in the hopeful, which is a grade one race. So he's he's got a lot of experience. So he'll probably be he's five to two. He'd probably be like one of the faves if you can kind of get past the last meh. I mean the, I guess his second race back wasn't bad. Let's see what his works look like. December twenty ninth at a four furlong at uh Pimlico. Palmetto. Or Palm Meadows, yeah. Yep, I'm sorry. Palm Meadow. Uh, fifty. So he's, been, he's on his Florida vacation, so now yeah. I'm going to take him down to Gulfstream and see what he does. But, yeah, uh, I remember. I remember the hype at um, when he debuted at Saratoga. He was like the the biggest in twice bred. Yeah, one of the yeah. biggest to lie there. But huh. you know, after that, he really won one more, won the degraded stake, and then done a lot since then. But. And then there's another horse. I, I kind of like this uh, cool cowboy horse. Um, Dale Bennett. Don't even know who that is as a trainer. And then the jock, I don't but really know either. Cool, cool cowboy and Giancarlo are both scratched today. Oh, okay. Thanks for that. They're both out. Out. Yep. It's funny that cool cowboy is, as I mentioned earlier, they were cross-entered in the Pasco over in Tampa. Oh, yeah, also, I saw that. 
So they're both actually in the Pasco. Giancarlo and Cool Cowboy have both decided to run over in Tampa. Ah, okay. Instead of, um, instead of Gulf Street. So they're both in today. And that's, oh, maybe, that's maybe I'll. Race too. Yeah, maybe I'll go bet that too. I've got to bet a few races yeah. today, so Cool Cowboy. I've got to maybe pop him yeah, at that race. Mighty Brown, Maker has a horse in. Um, oh, I like Mighty Brown. Good. Might not be able to get there. Yeah, I think right now they're at the um, Tampa Bay. Just it's the next race at Tampa. They just finished the second. So there's another horse too in this in this uh, Gulfstream race. It's uh, Hollywood Talent. He's got uh, Joel riding. I always pay attention to horses that he's riding. Um, Wesley Ward is the trainer. He last time out he won going away six furlongs. So he looks. Pretty decent. Um, hasn't ran over Gulfstream yet, but uh, his works look yeah, pretty, took him pretty down good. His last, his last workout, Ward brought him down to work out. Yeah. In the Gulfstream from Palmetto. He had the three workouts at Palmetto, and then the next one was at Gulfstream. Yeah. And so that's he, uh, Ken and Sarah Ramsey owners who are leading the. Yeah. So he looks. Standings already at Gulfstream. He looks pretty good to me. So that's the uh, spectacular bid. I wonder who they named that race after. Let's see. Nice. Nice. And then I was going to talk a little bit about the Delta Downs. It's <laughs> This is a great name. The Big Drama. That's the name of the race. It's kind of like Iggy. That was a very good horse. Big Drama was a great horse. Yeah, Big Drama. Yeah. So got a few interesting horses here. My pal Charlie Brown, my wife would bet that horse. Loves Charlie Brown. I like that horse also. He's got uh, Gerard Malonson as the uh, jock with uh, Lee Gabriel as a trainer. Don't don't know either. I know uh, that uh, Gerard Malonson was on Rise Up at Delta Downs when they won the uh, Delta Downs jackpot. Roman Unbridled is uh, also in the in the race. He's got quite a bit of freaking races he's run so far. For a young horse, he's the fave, I think. Roman Unbridled. Um, also, Strike for Gold is in here. It's interesting horses. Won a couple of races, um, but uh, that's a Delta Down. So I'll probably get on uh, my pal Charlie Brown, Tickling Roman Unbridled, and then uh, Steve Asmussen's got a horse in here. Uh, Duncan Bend. He hasn't shown a much lately. Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk yeah. and uh, our good friend Dunkirk. Yeah, Unbridled Song. Huh. So that horse looks pretty decent to me, also, and I, I like Steve Asmussen. So. Yeah, that's probably where I'd end up in this one on the Asmussen horse. I don't know if there'd be much of a price, but um, he's a five to two right now. He's not the fave. Second fave, maybe. Huh? Second fave. Yep. So. Cool. Any. Last comments. So, no. Maxie, anything? Any questions, Max? I always no. ask that question. I don't have any questions. No questions. So, Good. I've been talking back and forth with Santa. A little, little plug here. I've been talking back and forth with Santa Anita. Um, Mike Wilman, the director of publicity for Santa Anita, will be on the show next week. 
talking about the sham. Um, supposed to be on this week, but uh, he wanted to wait till all the horses. He knew he didn't know who was running in the sham, which is, makes sense. So we'll get to talk a little bit with him next week about the sham and all the horses running in that. So that that's that's a, that should be fun. Good plug. That's a big big name. That's a biggie. And then I talked to Golfstream also, and I'm going to try and get somebody on the director of media at Golfstream on to talk about the Holy Bull, Fountain of Youth, and the Florida Derby. So looking forward to both of those. Um, should be a lot of fun. So Max, you want to rattle through some of the plugs? Yep, uh, you can find this episode and every episode on anglelightmedia.com. If you go to the podcast section, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, you can give us a like on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Both of those are at anglelightmedia. And I believe that is a show. That's it. Happy New Year, everybody. It's a wrap. As always, may the horse be with you. <laughs>